Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Tell you what, we're going to start examining a new portion of the Scripture, one which uh, I find it interesting how quite often uh, God will draw portions of His body together into a similar time of the similar Word. Uh, for instance, uh, we have just finished looking at Second Corinthians locally and online in a Bible study, and I know several other churches that are looking at First and Second Corinthians starting right now. Uh, we're going to start looking at what the Lord did and what the Lord said to the body of Christ in Thessalonica. Now, I've mentioned it several times because of other things we looked at. We looked at the things about uh, the coming again of the Lord, the signs and the wonders and things like that, and uh, what Jesus has said in the Olivet Discourse. I uh, did a lot of cross-references in First and Second Thessalonians, but I thought we would do well to back up and look to see what overall the Lord said to them, what happened to them, because there's some real words here for us, okay? Some real truths here for us to understand and to get our minds around and that I think will be very, very encouraging for us. So I want us to go to First Thessalonians, first chapter, the first verse, and it says this, Paul and Silvanus, that's Silas, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians, and God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, Grace to you and peace. And so he said, well, that's just a regular introductory type of thing that Paul would write to these churches. Well, yeah, I understand that. But I tell you, you cannot jump into these letters and you start reading them and to get the fullness of what was being said to them unless you know what had happened to them. In other words, how how had this church started? How had it begun? And uh, you think, well, how do you find out about that? Well, you go to where that account is. And you actually find it in Acts chapter 17, verse 1. Okay, Acts chapter 17, verse 1. So we'll back up there and listen to what it says. Now, when they had traveled through Amphibolus and Apollyonna, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. So Paul is on one of his journeys, and they're traveling along, and they come to Thessalonica. And you think, okay, well, that's great. That's wonderful. That's sort of a cool thing. Well, it is, but I want to set the context even more because it says, as they were traveling. Now, when they were traveling, well, where had they been before? Well, if you back up to chapter 16, one chapter of Acts, which, of course, you could do this all the way through the Scripture. You know, I'm so tempted to do that so often. It's like, I need to go all the way to Genesis again to start to get a run and go at this, you know? Um, You see that Paul had been in uh, Derby, had been in Lystra, various things that happened. He picked up Timothy. Uh, the Holy Spirit had told them, okay, you can't go this way, you can't go that way, <coughs> you need to go across this way. And they wind up going into uh, Macedonia region. And he winds up in Philippi. And in Philippi, there was all this stuff that happened, particularly around a little slave girl. Remember that? And Paul and Silas wound up getting thrown into prison. And, and it caused quite a ruckus in the city because they were proclaiming, you know, these folks right here, they're doing all this stuff. They say they're Jews, but we're the Jews, but they're saying do this, do that. They're not being observant of the Roman law. Just all this hubbub. And the crowds rose up against them. The chief magistrates rose up against them. And they had them. It says this in verse 23 of Acts 16. They had been struck many times with blows, and they were thrown into prison, and they commanded the jailer to guard them. 
Well, you probably know the story of what happened right there, that Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God at midnight when a great earthquake came. And this was quite a proprietary earthquake, okay? Because the only thing that it did was it dropped the chains off of them and opened the doors. And, you know, normally with earthquakes, they have a tendency to really knock doors out of alignment, you know, that type of thing. God set them free, but they did not leave. They did not leave. And none of the prisoners left. The jailer awoke because of this and thought that they were all gone. So he pulls the sword out and he's going to kill himself. And Paul cries out, hey, don't hurt yourself. We're all still here. And I just love that because it's like they didn't have electrical lights then. It would have been pitch black there. Perhaps the jailer would have lit a candle. I don't know the way he could see what he was doing. But somehow Paul knew. I think the Spirit told him. The next verse says that the jailer called for lights. They rushed in, and he fell down before Paul and Silas, and he says, hey, what do I need to do to be saved? Well, where'd that all come from? Well, it's because Paul and Silas were praying. They were singing hymns of praise. The prisoners remained there. The jailer gets saved. And you know the rest of the story. The next day, the magistrates come along and um, said, well, let that guy go. And Paul said, no, no, you get them to come here first. And he didn't do that out of his own pride. He did that because he did not want the gospel message to be tainted. He wanted the people there to realize that these magistrates were wrong. These religious rulers were wrong. They weren't just going to usher Paul and Silas out under the cloak of darkness. No, he wanted them to see what was going on. So they uh, they let him out of prison. They entered in Lydia's house, and they saw the brethren, and they encouraged them, and they departed from there. Well, when they depart from there, the next verse says, now when they traveled, they came to Thessalonica. So they went from Philippi to Thessalonica. And you say, well, why all this time on that one little thing? Well, here's why. Just think this through. They had been severely beaten. Okay, They had been beaten. And they leave and they go to this next town. And when they enter this next town, verse 2 tells us this. And according to Paul's custom, he went to them. Well, where, who, who did he went to? We'll go back to verse 1. They came to Thessalonica where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And according to Paul's custom, he went to them. According to his custom, he would enter into the Jewish synagogue and do what the balance of verse 2 of Acts 17 says. And for three Sabbaths, he reasoned with them from the scriptures. He reasoned with the Jewish people from the scriptures. He entered there beaten. You know, when you get beaten at that level and that way, you're going to get bloodied and you're going to get bruised. And it's going to take a, quite a while. Just think how many times you've been bruised, you've been hurt. Then it takes a number of days and weeks, if not months, to recover. And yet, they did not just lay up and say, okay, well, we're going to wait till we're fully recovered. No, they kept pressing in. They kept pressing on. And even though bloodied and beaten, they kept proclaiming and reasoning from the scriptures. They would not have looked at all like the Jews might have thought somebody would be wanting to present themselves. You know, too often, uh, I think that we are sort of defeated by that. We have been bloodied and beaten and bruised by various things in life, whatever it may be. And we think, well, there's no way that God can use me. There's no way I can do this. I still struggle with this. I'm still sensitive because of this bruise that I've received within this arena of my life. You know what? You lay these bloodied things. You lay these beatings down before the Lord and you keep pressing in and you keep pressing on like Paul and Silas did and watch what happens. As we go along, you're going to find out about the marvelous work that the Lord did through this church, the amazing teachers, the teachings that he revealed to them, even though 
Paul was only with them for three Sabbaths. He was with them for a very, very short period of time, but amazing truths were communicated to him. So again, if you feel like you've been beaten, if you feel like you've been bruised and bloodied and hurt and fractured, <laughs> hallelujah, that's when the Lord can really, really use us, right? Again, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for being with me, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.